your local enterprise office, making it happen for Irish startups and small businesses at localenterprise.ie/start. Welcome to the Making It Happen podcast series brought to you by your local enterprise office. I'm Conal O'Moran. In this episode, I'm joined by Alan Jackson, owner of Qualitas Electronic Services, who started by telling me about his business journey. Yeah, um, it's been a, a very uh, interesting journey, Conal. Um, I suppose from an early stage in my career, I always aspired to having my own company. I mean, a lot of people do. Um, but making that leap. Now, let me just stop you on that very point. Not everybody is thinking about their own company. You and I might be, but not everybody. Where were you sitting having a cup of tea or were you sitting on a bus or something when you said, I want to be on my own, I want to do this? I was probably sitting at my desk in work. <laughs> Working for somebody else. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, I suppose it came to the stage um, in my career where... It, as I said, it was something I always aspired to and it, it came that I either made the move or I didn't. So I suppose um, in the industry we, we work in, uh, it involves a lot of uh, new product introductions, startups, uh, as well as production. So I kind of saw a bit of a niche in the market um, to try and help the startup companies, the early stages uh, companies to, you know, develop their product, bring and it to production. And as we always do with Team SBS, I always get the ad out of the way. So you better tell the world what Qualitas actually does do. Yeah, so Qualitas Electronics, we're based in uh, Dulic in County Mead. Um, we uh, offer uh, services to the technology sector. So the electronics manufacturing is the industry we're in. Um, we have uh, full on site capabilities, manufacturing capabilities. Uh, so we can do prototypes from from one to 20, say, uh, we can also help the customer bring it into pre-production levels. These are prototypes of what? Uh, to be electronics, electronics um, PCBs. Yeah. So um, so typically give me an, exp uh, an example of what you might make or have done so. Yeah. So we, we, we do work with companies who develop uh, or constantly um, developing new products for, for those. So it'd be like alarm systems, the electronics that goes behind controlling them. Um, that'd be one of the, the many that we do. We, we do a lot of work in the IoT section. So it's internet over technology. So they're developing all where your device will communicate uh, with Bluetooth, with the internet, etc. So uh, behind all this, the technology is on a circuit board and we'd assemble the circuit board and hand back the customer a working product. So obviously you had, what, about 20 plus years of experience. And then three years ago, you decided, I'm on my way. That was it. That was it. I started out in uh, Motorola in Swords in 93 um, on the assembly line. And from that day forward, I just kept pushing myself. Um, you know, I would have went to college at night and kept going throughout the years. Uh, but yes, correctly, uh, three years ago was the day that uh, I had the, well, it was probably five years ago I had the inception, but it took uh, a couple of years to, to bring it uh, through to fruition, you know. And of the, the two years before you actually pressed the button, what were you doing? Where How were you preparing? I would have been doing a lot of research into the markets that I was thinking the company, you know, the, that were available to me. And what kind of research were you doing? Uh, it would have been, I would have been speaking to a lot of uh, people that were in that industry and asking and them. the back of the brain going tickety tickety tickety. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I would have been asking them what would they think if this service was available, what would you think of it? Um, 
you know, and that's basically the way it started. And then I was speaking to equipment manufacturers over the couple of years because it's a lot of heavy investment at this stage. Um, so we had to get the right equipment in place and the right agreement, you know. And then you went to the Leo. I went to Leo, uh, the local enterprise office. Um, we were uh, on the advice of a local councillor, Sharon Kogan in the league, who's absolutely exceptional. Uh, Sharon told us to contact Leo at the earliest stages. Um, so we did, and we uh, were advised to apply for a priming grant, which is available to companies from zero to 18 months. And we made that application, there's a bit of paperwork involved, but I'd advise anybody just get it done. Um, we probably sat on it for a little bit too long and made the application. But once the application went in, it was uh, they just took you by the hand from there on in. I talked to many many SMEs and if there was a kind of constant refrain it is on oh God the paperwork is very yeah. difficult and time consuming however I do come back to them and say for God's sake you're going to get money just yeah. do the paperwork what's your attitude absolutely it's dead right I mean like, no one wants pay we're engineers we want to make stuff yeah we're not into the paperwork but it's very much a part of business and you need to get that into your head um I suppose I had the application sitting uh, at home. I had filled out a few pages and I remember saying to my wife, Adele, one night, I said, I'm just going to fill this and send it in and they can tell me what's wrong with it if there is something wrong with it. But a lot of the stuff they're asking for is your business plan, which you should have, you know, uh, you know, basic information on how you're going to spend the money, what you need to invest in. So it is standard enough stuff. It's not uh, it's not rocket science, to be honest with you. So and as I said, once the application went in, it was straightforward from then. Um, we were invited over for an interview and again I was a bit apprehensive and worrying about you know this is going to be a big formal application uh, or interview process but I was met in the canteen by uh, Joe and uh, Joe being Joe English Joe English yeah the, the head of uh, Mead, Mead, Mead Local Enterprise Office and there is where the conversation took place and that's exactly what it was it was tell me your story and we spoke for about half an hour and we went through some of the, the, the application process and from then on, it's just been great, um, to be honest with you. they uh, I would advise anybody starting up uh, a company that the minute they think about what comp what product they want to do, the next person they talk to is their local enterprise office um, because they have all the information there at, the, at, at their fingertips. Did they provide any mentorship? Absolutely, yeah. Um, we've had uh, we've had experts in various fields sitting at my desk giving us information, which was brilliant because I started this company on my own, obviously with my wife, Edel, given full support. But when I made the application to Leo and they uh, granted it to me, um, it was like there was a whole sea of experts saying, I believe in what you're doing, which was great, you know, because we obviously believe in it. But to get experts believing in it was even better, you know. Um, yeah, we've had experts over. They come over every couple of months. I'm also uh, part of the Accelerate program, which is for business owners, which takes them out of the working day life and makes them concentrate for one day every six weeks on specific aspects of the business. So finance, sales, marketing, a little bit of stuff that you mightn't think has as much of an impact on your business as it does. And after that training course, they follow up with a one on one mentorship. So it's, it's, it's great. On day one, when you opened the office, had you any definite contracts or was it just you, a phone and an empty office? That was it. Didn't even, I had my own mobile phone, an empty office and a 4,000 foot warehouse out the back. And were you not, I was going to use an impolite word there, worried that, you know, this is all going to end in tears? Absolutely. Yeah. I remember saying to a guy, he would have, uh, I would have had a coffee with him and I was probably... 
white as a ghost <laughs> second week in and he said if it was easy and everybody then, would do it you know then tell me the good news story how long from day one till somebody rang you and said listen could you help me out here yeah so again you know i had 20 plus years experience in this so once once the the word got out that i was you know up and running and ready to take on orders they started to come in but like that it's me it's qualitas it's a different beast altogether so we need to prove ourselves again so we're starting over again um because of the field we work in uh, and the knowledge we have, we're able to offer some engineering support as well. So we took that on for the first two years. So we would have supported some other companies from an engineering point of view. But our main goal was to get into the prototype and production world. I don't know why I feel this, but I feel somebody who is working morning, noon, night. And if there was an extra piece there, he might have to work that as well. Yeah. And you need to be prepared to do that. Um, How hard do you actually work? You do. That's that's what it takes. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, whether you're not maybe in the office or you're not at the laptop, but in your head, everything's going through it. You know, uh, when you're doing your quotations, you know, what I mean, like, uh, have I quoted properly, etc. You know, and these are all the things that the local enterprise office can help with. They, they do the finance course and they they lay out exactly what your costs are and just help you reflect on it. Um, we have approximately 14 customers at the moment. Um, we're not overly active with every one of them, but we do bits and pieces for them. And again, as their confidence grows in us, we'll grow with them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the electronics world, it's massive, but it's its relatively small as well. You know, there's... But you also told me that you went or have managed to get customer or a customer in Italy. How did you manage that? That's correct. Yeah, it would have been through networking again. You know, it was... I Bit. love that word network. Yeah, yeah. How it's, do, it's, where, it covers how a lot. Do, how do you and where do you network? Uh, we network. We use uh, social media a lot. Um, we would attend some seminars, which is another layer of business activity Absolutely. for you on top of everything else. Yeah, yeah. It's another. It's another layer. But I mean, like it's it's quick. It's responsive, um, and that's what we like. You know. And did you find somebody through social media in Italy who wanted you and uh, were doing business with you? Uh, no, it would have been on recommendation from from another uh, supplier. And that, of course, is your first stepping stone because there's a big, bad world out there. Yeah. Where can you go with this, with Qualitas? Uh, we, the, the world is our oyster, and that's what I'd say to anybody that's starting their business. You know what I mean? You may think small, but it can be as big as you want it to be. Um, You're three engineers and some backup staff at the moment. Yeah. Where do you think you might bring that? Um, I suppose uh, starting out, we would have uh, had certain... Uh, targets that we would have liked to meet the but, famous business plan yeah yeah the famous business plan but as you grow with customers you know it takes on another level so it's about controlling that i suppose is our biggest challenge at the moment and if i was to say to you alan in five years time where will you be um hopefully coming back and talking to you telling you how well we've done which is which which will be what's your measure for that will three become six or will three become 30 or will three yeah become no 300? i I would say uh, if we get up to in five years time, if we have 10, if we have 10 staff um, because <clears throat> we operate in a niche market, we deliver very high quality product. And to maintain that, we keep things small. The people who will be listening to this uh, will be thinking of setting up on their own in business. What would you say to them uh, to do? And equally, don't do this. Yeah, I'd say the first thing is to believe in yourself and never give up you know you really can't this is this is your idea this is this is yours so you need to everybody that you speak to about your business <clears throat> if you don't believe in it 
they're going to find it hard to believe in it. So you really need to to believe. Um, the second thing I would say is contact your local enterprise office as quick as you can, because they have loads of mentorship programs. They have programs that run in the evenings <laughs> to help you start up your business, to show you all the other aspects that you may not think of. So I would recommend go to your local enterprise office. And that's a good place to stop. Alan Jackson of Qualitas Electronics, thank you so much. This podcast was produced by Team SBS Podcasts on behalf of the local enterprise offices. It was recorded at Collaborative Studios, Dublin. Making it happen with expert advice, mentoring, training and funding supports. The local enterprise offices are supported by Enterprise Ireland, local authorities and the Government of Ireland. 